this one. Hello and welcome to the Ops Manager and the Lawyer podcast. I am Tawana Everhart, the Ops Manager. And I am Tanya Floyd Chambers, the Lawyer. And we're here helping you learn the laws at work so that you won't make mistakes at work because mistakes cost too much money, money. too much money. So this episode is sponsored by Capture It Training Solutions, your premier workplace training company, helping employers capture and correct workplace issues before they get captured in legal trouble. Capture It offers training solutions in an environment that works best for you. Facilitated by experts in the field of employment law and management, you can attend virtual live trainings, on-demand trainings, or customized trainings for your company. You can find more information at www.captureit.com, and that is Captureit, K-A-P-C-H-U-R-I-T.com, to sign up for on-demand courses or register for upcoming live trainings. This episode is also sponsored by TJ Everhart Consulting, LLC, where we help organizations build unstoppable leaders, unstoppable teams, and unstoppable employees through training. You can reach out to us at www.tjeverhart.com. Listen, you can find our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So please like, share, leave a review if you like this podcast, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. So we have a lot of topics that we talk about, Tanya, with workplace. And so today we're going to talk about a hot topic. We talked about it before, but let's talk about vaccines at the workplace. So absolutely, TJ. So everybody, this is kind of a part two of what we talked about before. And we really encourage you to go and listen to that podcast where I break down what the EEOC has stated about vaccines and mandates in the workplace. And TJ and everybody, that has to be probably one of the hot topics going right now. I don't know if it's a day that goes by that I don't get a question about vaccines and the workplace and mandates. And so TJ, remember you and I were talking privately earlier and we said this quote that we probably have both heard all growing up in the South, that some folks don't believe that fat meat is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> you know, I know in our other podcast episode, we first talked yeah. about vaccines when it wasn't mandated yet. And we had talked about this was coming. And you mentioned, so for those of you that are watching us, Tanya is an employment attorney. So we... We talk about workplace issues from the two perspectives, me being a management consultant now and her being an employment attorney. So, you know, the conversation I know in a bunch of groups, people were talking about, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't want the vaccine. That's fine. That That's your that's your choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Your prerogative. And that's that's you. Everybody has a right to do whatever they want to do. But we talked about it could possibly be mandated that your employer can mandate it. And then you gave them the reasons why it can be made or the exceptions outside of the mandate, right? So you told us right. there are two reasons that you right. can get an exception. So so there are two, two exceptions. So the EEOC, 
the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the commission that was created as a result of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And that's the commission that has oversight over um, equality in the workplace, discrimination, sexual harassment. And so they issued their, their thoughts um, regarding the matter and stated that employers could indeed mandate that employees get the vaccine. Now, there are, there are two exceptions. There's a religious exception and there's a health exception. But that just doesn't mean someone can say, oh, hallelujah, I got religion. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't have to get the vaccine or, mm. you know, it's my health. <laughs> I don't have to get the vaccine and they can go on about their business. That's not what that means. Yeah. What I said in the previous podcast was that there was work on both ends, both the employees end and the employers end, the employees end to speak up. And if they have this religious exception and there are things that the employee could ask for and require, that's called engaging in the interactive process yeah. on both ends, on the religion end, pursuant to um, the Civil Rights Act, 1964 Civil Rights Act, and on the health end, pursuant to the Americans with Disabilities Act. So, so that's that's one of the first keys. Mm -hmm. Okay, so long as I got King Jesus, that that's that's not that, enough, that's, that's right? Not, that's not that's not <laughs> enough. That's that's um, not enough because even King Jesus wants you to do things decently and in order. And so, there's responsibilities so, that go so along Tanya, with that. No, because Tanya, my faith says my faith. I'm just I don't my I don't believe that I have to take the vaccine. I just it it don't rest with my spirit. Yeah, that's that's not Sister Jenkins and a religious <laughs> exception just because it doesn't just sit right it don't sit in with my, my spirit. spirit. There's a leak in this old building and my soul has got to move <laughs> away from that vaccine. That's not how this that how this works. That's okay. not how this works. So so mm -hmm. can Pastor So and so write write a letter for me and say that I can't take the vaccine because as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. Mm -mm -mm. No, uh-uh. Pastor so-and-so, he, he's got to get somewhere and sit down because he's going to cause that tithing church member to lose their job and that particular tithe is going to dry up because that's not how that, how that works. And it has to be first and foremost that your faith um, declines all all religious based um medicinal help blood yeah. transfusions um any type of of injection so that's that's just the first step and then with religion you have with health you have to show that you have a serious health condition that um forbids you or won't allow you to take that vaccine. It could be adverse to your health. And then the employer engages in the interactive process to see if they can accommodate you. And if it causes um, what the law says is an undue burden or hardship, then they can't, can't accommodate you. A lot of people think they can just present a note from pastor, mm -hmm. um, you know, or or their rabbi or Buddha, whatever their their faith is, and they could go about their business and do their job, or they could say, okay, I have this health exception and present a note from their doctor, and then go about their business and do their job. No, no, that's just step one, and then they have to see if they can accommodate you, 
and yeah. and so that that is the the first step um there was uh, just a few weeks ago um, a woman presented um a religious exception uh-huh. and her employer did their due diligence to try to interact through the interactive process with her and okay they said we have an opening that we can put you in it was um she was working of course in the brick and mortar building her company and it was a work from home position but it paid significantly less than she was currently making and she asked them well can i just keep my current job and work from home where uh-uh. she have a current her job duties most of her job duties did not involve her working from home then the next thing she asked was okay well if I take that job, can I keep my current rate of pay and take this work from home job? Uh-uh. They said that job does not pay this. It was more of, um, of a, a customer service work from home job and it pays significantly less than her current job. So after all of her questions and they mm-hmm. said, look, this is the accommodation we have for you. This work from home job that's significantly less, but this is to accommodate your religious exception to our vaccine mandate. And so you're gonna have to take this job at this rate of pay, or we don't have anything for you, or you get the vaccine. Uh, all of a sudden, she didn't go to that church anymore, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh. All, all of a sudden. So, you know, mm-hmm. I know, and, and hi to everyone that's watching. We do have some comments, hello. And yes. okay. hi everyone. Okay, so Tanya, you know, I we've heard you know, people say, well, our policy doesn't require this or our policy doesn't say that if I don't get the vaccine, our policy. So I know we do trainers and, I, you know, we have to talk about the policies up against the law and which one supersedes the other. So what if the yes. policies that don't mention anything about vaccines and then all of a sudden the the employee come the employer comes in and say well it's the new requirement well let me tell you about policies everybody COVID just sprang up last year in march of 2020 some employers have not touched their policy and procedure handbooks since we were arguing about who was better between Prince versus Michael Jackson. And so it's been a Wait, long time. Since the 90s? The early yes, Absolutely. Remember when we used to argue about that? Who was better between Prince, Prince and Michael Jackson? I don't know. I was, I was going to say Prince. I changed I, it. I, I was about I to say Michael. I don't Mike, know. Okay. Yeah. Both. But that's, that's how long some employers have not updated their policies. And so when they roll out that new vaccine mandate, that's an update to the policy. That's an update. Regardless if they updated their physical policy. Absolutely. Employers, that is them updating. That is them rolling out and saying we are adding this into the policy. So you have to understand that. So when they, they state that, because policies are a living, moving document. And the law has stated, now there's, there, there's not um, a, a nationwide congressional law that states you have to get mandate, but even the president has now issued some executive orders and some mandates for some federal employees, you know, those particular, you know, federal employees, everyone. And so 
again, policy and procedure manuals are living, breathing, moving documents. And so when they issue out that mandate, they are updating their policies, that particular policy. They are adding that in now. And when they give you a deadline date, they are saying, yes, this is now a policy requirement, XYZ place of employment. And even if you come with a religious or health-related exception, that does not mean you just get to go about your business. They're going to see if they can accommodate you. You might not like the accommodation like that young lady who all of a sudden did lay her religion down by the riverside <laughs> when she realized that she couldn't keep her money. And they said, it's that job. Oh, that's all we got. And so, yeah, and she got that vaccine. Hallelujah. She got yeah, that vaccine. I bet. I bet. So mm -hmm. United Airlines. So I saw yes. that article mm -hmm. and they're laying off, I think it says 600 people at was, first. At first. It started mm -hmm. until the people saw that that fire got hot. <laughs> they got some of those people got the vaccine. And I just read that the state of Washington, because there were 1,700 workers, 1,700 workers who were granted either a religious or health ex exception. They were granted that exemption. However, the state has come back and said, because of what are the two factors, everybody, undue burden and hardship, we can't accommodate everybody. And so I believe they've got until the 18th of October and either those workers are going to get the vaccine or there's 1,700 people Oof. are going to be laid off because although they were granted those exemptions, they said, we, we can't accommodate you. We, we can't accommodate you. So mm -hmm. I know we, we're going to have a part three to this. We're going to have to. <laughs> we got a part three to this, guys, with our connection. And, and we have a relationship with someone who works for the EEOC. Mm -hmm. So we're yes. going to do we're going to do the third part of this because I know so many people well, I'm just going to sue. I'm just going to sue because they can't make me. And and I've also heard people say um, this is a violation of my HIPAA rights. And I know, Ooh. I know Ooh. that. <laughs> mm. I know that just mm. does something to you every time somebody oh. talks about HIPAA. Uh, oh, let, let me just tell everybody: this is not a violation of your HIPAA rights. The other one that they say T is this a violation of my um, right to privacy and also my freedom of speech to speak up against the vaccine. You can speak out against the vaccine all you want, as long as you get your shot and show up for work tomorrow. And so now with HIPAA, everybody, HIPAA protects our medical information, healthcare workers, insurance companies, and healthcare clearinghouses are the three covered entities under HIPAA. And if anybody listening, Capture Training Solutions will gladly come and do a HIPAA training for your organization. So you will gladly understand that. Back to our regular scheduled program. And so the three, it's health insurance providers, it's health insurance, your health insurance, your doctor or healthcare clearinghouses. They are the only ones who are covered by HIPAA. Your employer asking you to get the vaccine, that is not a violation of HIPAA. We misuse and abuse that law so much. No, that is not. And as far as your freedom of speech and your right to privacy, there's some levels of privacy that we give up 
when we walk in the door. And it's also not a right to privacy for them to require you to get this vaccine. That is also now that's why reading and learning is so fundamental. Yeah. So a lot of people probably are thinking about the ADA privacy as a, they use the word HIPAA. But, you know, I sit up on you long enough to know that to mm-hmm. use HIPAA. It is not HIPAA. Absolutely. And please don't say to all of you that are listening, if you're managing someone, it's not a violation of HIPAA. It's a violation most of the time of the ADA privacy, privacy clause. Yeah. Absolutely. That simply means that let's say that you do get COVID that your manager cannot announce it at the weekly staff meeting, whether it's live or Zoom. Uh, well, we need to uh, keep TJ lifted up in prayer. Um, you know, Cause she, COVID done took her down. Took her down. No, they they would have to get your permission. Yeah. They also, if you have a health related reason, or you got the vaccine, but you also have some health issues go along with it, and maybe HR knows. And um, just very few people, they cannot share that. That's the part of the ADA privacy provision, not HIPAA, not HIPAA. Now, this is how HIPAA works. HR can't look in your health insurance documentation or your health insurance providers rather cannot just share something with HR or your managers, then your health insurance providers, even if your employer is self-insured, would be violating HIPAA. That is how how it works. But just asking you to get the vaccine and then having you show your vaccination card is not a violation of HIPAA. And it's not a violation of the actual law that you mean to talk about when you're misusing the HIPAA word, the ADA privacy provision. It's, It's not. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. if your employer says we need to verify your vaccine now, your vaccination. Now, I heard that that was a lady. Did you hear about the lady that was selling fake vaccination cards? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, she wasn't. Yes. She was. She she was selling the vaccination cards. So she's been arrested Mm -hmm. with a federal Mm -hmm. charge on her for Look, the little vax, the fake vaccine cards. So you, she was selling fake vaccine cards, like the the, the fake IDs that college yeah. kids get. To yeah, she she'll get you a good old vaccination <laughs> card. Mm-mm. Put your put your Pfizer dates and everything on there. Mm-mm-mm. And so she's been found out. So we don't want the fake cards. No, so, uh, uh-uh. they. Need but your be. employer can ask for right. The and they can and mm-hmm, just like the airlines can ask to see them mm-hmm. just just like um if you if you leave the country right now um they They're can asking. ask it to see them absolutely so there there are several different entities um there are there are even some private events i believe in new york city restaurants if you're going to sit yeah. down and eat in the restaurant they want to see your vaccination card. I saw New Orleans is doing that also. They're requiring oh, they want to start requiring the vaccination cards. Yes. So, you know, I it's a it's a really ugly subject though, you know, because we have so many people with so different so many different beliefs towards it. And they absolutely have that right. You have mm-hmm. the right to choose to do for your body as you want. The only thing is when you go in these good folks' jobs. That 
you kind of lose that right to do what you want to do. And you can argue all day long about mm -hmm. what your belief belief is. But right now, people right. are losing their jobs. They're losing their jobs. And let, and let me just tell you, if you say, well, I'm going to lose, I just quit and start my own. Well, I will just tell you, TJ and I are entrepreneurs. We yes. own our company, capture it. But if we got a client that wanted us to come in and do some trainings, but they said, but ladies, before we can have you come in and we hire you to do this training, we need to see both of your vaccine cards. We would, we would show them. So, so no man is, is an island. So if you think, well, I'm just going to quit and start my own business, understand that even as an entrepreneur, starting your own business, unless you're just going to work from your house, never leaving your computer, which, which some people do, you have to understand that even your clients, if you're an entrepreneur, can require it or, or ask it, ask it of you. And yeah. so there's, this is such a big part of the fabric of our life now with a disease that the number said what 700,000 people's lives have been lost in just a little over a year and so a disease of that magnitude so whether it's a restaurant whether it's a theater there are theaters now they're saying that several of the broadway shows because they had to they had to shut down one of the disney shows right after it opened last week because several of the cast members now with COVID, so they're now saying that several of the broadway shows are going to require you to show your vaccine card um or you just won't you just won't be seeing taking your children to see the, the lion, lion king. king yes absolutely yeah. you just don't yeah. have to watch it on watch it at home at and home. and for people who um if you don't want to do what they're you know what is asked of you at work then you may want to look for somewhere else that may accommodate what you uh feel is right for your body you absolutely have that right mm -hmm. we take that position both of us are gladly vaccinated though i couldn't wait to get the vaccine. i could could not yeah. wait i was mad at first when they were saying lawyers were not essential workers remember when they were only yes. giving it out to essential workers and i, I was like remember. lawyers are essential you know and yeah <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So after you got COVID, then you were a later able to get the vaccine, right? And our husbands, both our husbands, were labeled essential workers. Yes, with and bought COVID to us. Didn't they? Yeah, because we did. They know. Yes, uh -huh, we, they worked home. outside the house and both of them and, bought. and bought it to us. But they got the the vaccines first. But I could not not wait. But yeah, so this this question comes up all often. the time so yeah. often, so employers they're escorting people literally out the doors out and the you doors. can't call tanya mm -mm. to file a lawsuit for you because you don't want to take the vaccine that's the purpose of us coming on mm -hmm. today the, this podcast episode today and guys go we we talk about real life issues that's going on in the mm -hmm. workplace that's what we're all about like we have a podcast called don't let social media uh, episode rather don't let social media get you fired and we might have to do a part two of that one t yeah because there's a lot of stuff foolishness that goes on and how this can affect you how is it possible that something that you are doing on your own personal time could cause you 
to lose your job well mm-hmm. as possible. We talk yeah, about workplace you. harassment. So we're, we are giving you the tips and the tools, and these are the things that we train on. So you're just getting a little insight into one of our training sessions. Right. And so, you mentioned that. Oh, go ahead. No, go, Tony. You were saying... I'm- you were mentioning our, our podcast episode on don't let social media get you fired. We really will have to do a part two because speaking of COVID, the vaccines and the mask, there's some people losing their jobs because things are getting posted on social media and the news. People go into these meetings like these school board meetings, um, fighting the school board members, um, spitting on people, yelling and cursing, and those things are being recorded and employers are seeing that over the fact that they don't want children wearing masks at school. And so, or their their actions and their, their activities and, and they're being posted on social media, so they're losing their jobs. So yes, we'll definitely have to do a part two of that one. So as we can see, COVID is hitting just about every aspect of, of what we do and our work is so important because my parents taught me grown folks go to work. <laughs> yeah. And so, absolutely. And I so we have a question it. from our friends. Like, hey, Lisa, look, Tanya, we got a question from Lisa. Hey, Lisa, hey, Smith. Lisa. How you been, Lisa? Okay, so do you think there will be an exception for natural immunity from having COVID? Tanya? Now, now there is a couple of things when it comes to natural immunity because. Um, doctors are saying that that immunity will only last for a short window of time. Now, of course, being being a lawyer and not even a doctor playing one on TV, uh, my BFF and I have t- talked about this all the time. And so and it's up to the employer if they want to make that exception. And everybody don't look for the lawmakers anytime soon because, you know, Congress can't even get together and stick and pass a budget. So don't look for any type of laws at this point. So so right now, um, the EEOC hasn't any issued any thorough guidance. And so right now it will be up to employers if they want to institute into their newly established policies and procedures an exception for natural immunity um, or an, an exception, in other words, for immunity if someone has had COVID. But again, doctors and healthcare workers are saying that that window is very small, very, very small of how long that immunity will last. And so right now, it's, it's just up to, to employers. Everything, because there there is not a, a vaccination law. There's not like a federal vaccination act. And so, so right now, some employers may be laying out that exception, but that will require employers also to be able to ask questions, which again, is not a violation of HIPAA, everybody. <laughs> Not a violation. Okay, That's we a have a another question, Lisa. And how we you have doing? another question from our, our friend Keith. Hey, Keith. Hi, Keith. So Keith wants to know, does Regeneron count as a vaccine? Keith, I don't know what Regeneron is. Now, so Keith, you talking to a lawyer and a manager. <laughs> but let me tell you what the streets are saying. Um the no. streets are saying. <laughs> no, they they are it's it's not. Once once again, talk to I have friend. no clue what it is. So I'm glad you even know how to answer the question. <laughs> right. What they're saying so far right now, the vaccines are Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. Those are the ones that the CDC 
so far um, have a, approved. So so far, but now stay tuned. You know, with, but right now Regeneron has has not not been. It's just those those three: Pfizer, Moderna, you know, and Johnson and Johnson. And if anybody from those three are listening capture it we can absolutely come <laughs> and do a training for you as well and keep yeah. i don't look regenerate sounded like a vitamin to me i didn't know what they was over there taking keep right. but i don't think mm -hmm. thank you lisa lisa loving the podcast so thank you please guys we our podcast is located anywhere you listen to podcasts apple podcast google podcast spotify anchor anywhere mm -hmm. go look us up and we have some very quite entertaining conversations Absolutely. about the workplace and lisa we probably need to have you on with us one of we these will. days because we have i know you have plenty of things you've seen in the workplace to discuss with that's us. an open invitation right now lisa that is an open invitation oh keith said it was supposed to be uh the one that trump took supposedly okay all right yeah now he took understand though he also also took um some additional um, yeah, he, first he had a class medication and that's what that's what keith is is talking about he okay did, he took some really first class first class information and what we may have to do too is have um a medical expert on as as well we may so we may have to have parts three and four yeah. of this and we will send out a notice as as well and so that's why they say keep your your world of influence big or the lives that that you you touch and so and also i believe too not being either your jack of all trades or a master of none and so just being an employment attorney any of the medical information i'm giving you it's because of the medical experts that i have talked to and ask questions about but the employment law information you could take it to the bank and cash it because yeah. i will come with receipts yeah Absolutely. and i can help you with the manager part but keep that yeah so i see yeah. melanie melanie hill hey, hey mel is that is that mel the the famous yes. the infamous mel mel i hear a lot about you yes so, mel Hi. is a doctor is she the doctor mel too? is a pharmaceutical rep a, a fabulous rep. okay pharmaceutical rep who does her job i mean in the utmost of you talking about black girl magic excellence all right so regeneron is an antibody treatment to reduce symptoms of COVID 19. Yes. so thank she, you for she that knows. thank you so much mia absolutely and so, yes absolutely and and what we want to emphasize again there are people and the lawsuits are going to go up because one thing about lawyers, we will take your money. Absolutely. If we all we know that you may not even have a case, we will take your money. Some, so some people will. You won't do that. You, you right. tell no, people. You, I tell you people you don't have a case. You don't. Yeah, you don't, you don't just take. But some case. lawyers. Yeah. And I, when I say we, I'm talking about the legal profession. So the lawsuits are going to go up. But if employers have done their due diligence have done their due diligence like that employer i was telling you about with the woman who all of a sudden said uh I i'm all right then yeah. I, I don't really need to go to that church anyway they did their due diligence and they realized this is all this is the only job we have for you it's going to pay less you're going to work from home it's going to pay less and after she tried everything they said we cannot pay you your same salary and have you doing this job there's other workers then that's going to create probably perhaps a different um a discrimination case and so all of a sudden when all her options are up because that's the biggest thing 
with this misunderstanding. People think if they have a religious exemption or health exemption, they can go on about their business. No, you have opened the door for the interactive process and you might not like you might not like the reasonable accommodation that the employer has for you. And see, that's that's the true test because that's one of the biggest misconceptions. People think they can bring a note from their pastor and just skip to the Luan back to do their job. No, what you're doing is opening the door and saying, can I have an accommodation? And that accommodation might have you wearing a hazmat suit to work every day, looking like you going to blast up in the space. It might mean you taking a job that's less paid, them sticking you in a corner away from everybody. It might mean a bunch of things, but it does not mean, please, everybody tell folks this, that you can just bring a note and go on about your business. That's not what that means. So stop bothering your pastor about that. <laughs> well, Absolutely. Uh, okay. See, I get a little fed up with this foolishness. Yeah, I see. Y'all see too? Yeah, we see. I, I'm sorry. I, I get fed up. With this I do have a question though. I have a uh -huh. question. And we haven't talked about this. So what's the difference if someone has a medical reason that they can't take the vaccine? What's the difference in the way you treat them versus someone who is disabled? Uh, like a pregnant person, for say, okay, for instance, a pregnant person who can't take the Okay, TJ, you froze. Okay, and so I think we might be having some technical difficulties. And so- when TJ gets back up. And so I think, and everybody, I'm sending her live a text message that she froze up. And, but the, here is, there is no, actually everybody, there is no difference. It's still the same um, reasonable accommodation steps that have to be put into place. They're still the same accommodations. And if, a, if an employer cannot accommodate and again, you accommodate based on okay. cost. And I was getting ready to text you or call you and say you froze up. I, I see. Like, I'm but sorry. that's with technology. But I followed right with you with your your question. And so, so there's no difference. Even if somebody and and we have to understand that with with pregnant pregnant women, that's that that's not a disability. However, if what you were asking is what's the difference, like if you have somebody who is. Um, Handicapable, um, I like to say, and maybe they are in a wheelchair and they can still perform the essential functions of a job, but they need an accommodation. Well, the employer still has to engage in the interactive process. There are some jobs for which you can accommodate everybody, and there are some jobs for which you can't. And most of the time with the ADA, employers get in trouble because they did not even try. They did not even engage in the interactive process. So if okay. somebody brought paperwork saying, I have this health exception, I can't get the vaccine. And if the employer said, get that paper on away from me and get somewhere to sit down, that person better call me. Because okay. that employer did not engage in the interactive process. And so whether it's the COVID um, vaccine that they have an aversion to or whether they have lost their eyesight, the steps, hear me now, are the same. The steps are the same. It's the ADA interactive process. And you look to see if you can accommodate based on cost and based on the impact to the job is it going to put more burden on your co-workers trying to accommodate you 
um, for whatever, for whatever ailment um, or health matter you have. And it's the same with religious accommodations. Uh, we may have to just do a whole podcast on that one. Like if um, there was a case where this young lady got religion, she worked at Hooters. She didn't want to wear the outfit anymore. You uh, know, that little piece so of she cloth got, they wear. She got saved and they want to wear the band-aid. Right, but she work. still wanted those tips. She still <laughs> wanted those good tips. And how could they accommodate that? She coming to work at Hooters in her choir robe. How can they accommodate accommodate that but they try the interactive process and they said we can't accommodate that hmm. um yeah that's that would have been cute she'd had a little roll ball <laughs> <choir said>, roll <laughs> and said hooters <laughs> and said, i, I like, bet you her tips would have went down anyway <laughs> right they were looking at the cost factor <laughs> her oh, tips would have down because her tips had gone down she couldn't wear the outfit and she couldn't deliver alcohol she couldn't oh. deliver alcohol so she was there was gonna have to burden her co-workers Anytime that to bring alcohol to that, and that was too much. But I will give Hooters this, even though you know, but once again, I would at least they engaged in the interactive process, even in their mind. If they're thinking this is ridiculous, they engaged in the interactive process. So the steps are the same. Sometimes you can accommodate, sometimes you can't. And that's what's happening. I just read with Washington State, they cannot accommodate those 1,700 workers that had the ex exemption either religious or health exemptions is too much of a cost and and or impact burden all right mm -hmm. well this was a good conversation we will have a part three uh yes. with the eeoc guys so you'll be able if you look if you don't believe us uh mm -hmm. hopefully if you don't believe well don't believe me because you know i'm just i i listen to her and if I you don't believe my receipts. Absolutely. If you don't believe her law degree, that's fine. Wait and till years. you hear from the yes, and years of practicing employment law. And it's only don't ask her about criminal stuff because she mm -mm. says she get that from law and order. She don't yeah, know. I don't, I'm about full criminal. of criminal law, mm -mm, or family law. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yes. So, what about if uh, we get the person, the people at the EEOC on the line? You can ask them the questions yourself. So we will have mm -hmm. our guest from the EEOC with us for the part three of take the vaccine or lose your job. Ab absolutely. And we, like I said, we may have to do a follow up with the social media one as it relates to to COVID and the vaccine. And so have we answered everybody's questions? T? We have answered all the questions. Uh, and so as the pastor said, are all minds clear? Uh, and composed. So yes. we thank you all for listening to us and jumping on with us. Uh, this was our first time doing it live. Again, we are anywhere that you listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. you can find us. You can also find us, our podcast, by going to www.captureit.com. Dot com and that's capture k-a-p-c-h-u-r-i-t dot com and you'll find courses that we have and some upcoming trainings and everything else so thank you all for joining us yes. tonight we appreciate it and have we a great rest of your night everybody also available for trainings for your company absolutely you can reach out to us at capture.com thanks everybody have a great thank night you. thanks everybody bye bye <laughs>